0: Hey, Drunk Mythology friends, I'm Kate. And I'm the other Jen. And we're the Drunk Drunk Dracula Dracula Gals. Gals.
1: (laughs) That was like scary. You almost caught me and then I was like... I got to slow it down. and Well, wow. at least we
0: flipped the script and you're paying attention to me now as opposed to <laughs> me being like, ah, whatever. But you know what? Yes. This is chapter three of Bram Stoker's or Stroker. I will forever. <laughs> <laughs> the typo lives on. It will. <laughs> chapter three of Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> You're going to have me at the point where
1: I'm not going to know which one's correct and which (laughs) one is not. And
0: that will be
1: my mic drop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Celebrating the month of drunk Dracula gals, which (laughs) other people call October.
1: Yeah, and Dracula is public domain. I realize some people may not realize what public domain means. I didn't know what that meant for a long time. You had to explain it to me, but... Um, tell me if I have this correct. Mm-hmm. Did, did the student learn? Once this reaches a hundred years old or older, mm-hmm. the copyright. And this is just big picture. There yeah. may be caveats because, like, it's and, like a
0: lifetime plus a hundred years, or hundred years and life plus like ten or whatever. Okay, like, it it varies. Oh, like it isn't it a hundred years after the author is dead? Possibly. Is that what it is? Possibly, but then that also wouldn't necessarily make sense. Okay. We'll have to do a snorkel on it.
1: Okay, yeah. So basically, we have no issues reading this word for word. Yep. (laughs) Because it's so freaking old. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And it's in this thing called public domain. So we don't have to worry about copyrights. Hello, intellectual property
0: lawyers. We love you. And if you want to sponsor us and possibly correct our ideas and definitions of public domain. Oh, yeah. There we go. Let's yeah. Sponsor yeah. Do a public us. service and sponsor us. <laughs> yes, Keep us on the straight and narrow. But, you know, they're not going to. (laughs) Oh, well, anyway, here we go. Back to Transylvania. (laughs) Yep. Here we go. Are you ready for what you know is coming? I know what's coming. I know. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Yeah. It's a recap. It's a recap. It's a recap. (laughs) Here we go. Okay. Okay. In chapter two, we find out that, cue all shocked faces, now Jonathan Harker is a clerk, which is, as far as I can tell, a cross between a paralegal and an accountant. What's more, he works for a real estate solicitor because, of course, he does. But for a guy who seems designed to be the ultimate in boring, Mina, you okay with this? Really? He definitely has a panicky imagination. Or does he? Because first he's trapped, then he discovers the librarian is like, okay, cool. Then he cuts himself shaving and nearly gets his throat torn out, but then is like, eh, the cow probably slipped because it's totally possible to slip at trying to throat punch gorge someone. Then he's like, <laughs> oh noes, I'm really trapped, all while writing in his diary. And he didn't even finish the last fucking day at the end of the chapter, which as an editor is the thing that truly disturbs me. Anyway, carry on.
1: You're disturbed that he didn't finish the day. Look at how and, this journal yeah. starts. In I this entry, in this chapter,
0: we're still on five May. <laughs> is that the
1: date? Was it five May or was it seven May? I don't. I don't. Want I to don't remember. even.
0: I don't want to know. It was a day yeah. that has continued, and this is why he should con- like actually dip <laughs> it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Take flight. Okay, okay. continued.
1: <laughs> when I found <laughs> this is what you wrote in the notes. I don't it says continued journal continued. Yeah, that's from the actual like Gutenberg book. So yeah. yeah, it says journal continued. Okay. When I found that I was a prisoner, a sort of wild feeling came over me. <laughs> I
0: just <laughs> think, Johnny boy. <laughs>
1: I rushed up and down the stairs, trying every door and peering out of every window I could find. But after a little, the conviction of my helplessness overpowered all other feelings. When I look back after a few hours, I think I must have been mad for the time, for I behaved much as a rat does in a trap. When, however, the conviction had come to me that I was helpless— I sat down quietly, as quietly as I have
0: ever done anything in my life. And considering he's a real estate paralegal clerk. Yeah. That's saying something. Yes.
1: And began to think over what was best to be done. Yeah. It's like, how do I get out of this mess? I am thinking still. (laughs) And... (laughs) And as yet have come to no definite conclusion.
0: But see what I mean? He's freaking panicking. He's like, I ran up and down the stairs. And i was. like, no, no. Um, John? Jonathan? Sit down. Sit your ass down. Have you considered counseling? There are meds that can help you.
1: Of one thing only am I certain, that it is no use making my ideas known to the count. Oh you think? (laughs) He knows well that I am imprisoned. And as he has done it himself and has doubtless his own motives for it, he would only deceive me if I trusted him fully with the facts. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) So far as I can see, my only plan will be to keep my knowledge and my fears to myself and my eyes open. I am, I know, either being deceived like a baby by my own fears or else I am in desperate straits. And if the latter be so, I need and shall need all my brains to get through. So he recognizes that some of this could be in his head.
0: Yeah, but I guess my issue is it's kind of like a Ravenclaw meets Captain Obvious and the result is disastrous. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: feel seen.
0: hardly come to this conclusion when I heard the great door below shut and knew that the count had returned. He did not come at once into the library, so I went cautiously to my own room and found him making the bed. Oh my goodness. Because he's the maid. He's making Jonathan's bed. Yes. He's okay. doing turn down service. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't trust that chocolate on the pillow. I'm just saying. (laughs) This was odd, but only confirmed what I had thought all along. Oh, had you thought that all along? Really? Really? Uh Uh-huh. That there were no servants in the house? Yeah. (laughs) When later I saw him through the chink of the hinges of the door, laying the table in the dining room. Okay, you've been here like several days, and this is the first time you're actually thinking to verify this shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, he's I a crappy a sh- Ravenclaw. <laughs> he he's a lazy Ravenclaw right now. Maybe he'll well, get like some gumption, but okay. I mean, it's been like four days, based okay. on his journal entries, right? And this is the first time he's like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh! Look, he's making the bed." You know, um, for if he does himself all these menial offices, surely it is proof that there is no one else to do them. This gave me a fright. <laughs> oh, really? For if there was no one else in the castle, it must have been the count himself who was the driver of the coach that brought me here. <gasps> oh. You didn't pick that up in the last chapter? Well, I mean, he kind of suggested that that was a possibility,
1: but I was yeah, like...
0: Yeah, has no chill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he has no
1: game. <laughs> wow.
0: Why the, Why the... Pretense, is that the right word? Because he has to lull Harker into a sense of this is what an Englishman is accustomed to. He's accustomed to a castle with staff. Okay. But All I right. mean, in this moment, I'm like team count because look at him. He's like picking up and doing the shit and like making oh, things yeah. happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's too small. No, de- this is how you succeed. And I. Count is a Ravenclaw, also. Yeah, he knows I mean, what he does needs- research.
1: Yeah, he does the research. He knows what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're both Ravenclaws, just slightly different varieties of Ravenclaw. I, I would I
0: would venture to say that the Count has a little more Slytherin in him. Oh well, duh. And and <laughs> Parker is uh, he has moments when he lets the worst part of a Hufflepuff get the better of him. <laughs> And and that's not a, we love our Hufflepuffs no matter yes. what. But yes. there there is a side to the Hufflepuff that's like, but should I should I not should I should I not I don't know is this the right thing to do Am I going to vent somebody <laughs> anyway? <laughs> <clears throat> so this gave me a fright. For if there is no one else in the castle, it must have been the Count himself who was the driver of the coach that brought me here. Yeah, this is a terrible thought. Yes, it is. For if so, what does it mean that he could control the wolves? Again, you didn't pick that up from the children of the night. For so, uh, by only holding up his hand in silence, how was it that all the people at Bistritz and on the coach had some terrible fear for me? Mm. I don't know. Maybe you should have listened to them. Right. What meant the giving of the crucifix of the garlic of the wild rose of the mountain ash? Bless that good, good woman who hung the crucifix around my neck, <laughs> for it is a comfort and a strength to me whenever I touch it. It is odd that a thing which I have been taught to regard with disfavor and as idolatrous should, in a time of loneliness and trouble, be of help. Is it that there is something in the essence of the thing itself, or that it is a medium, a tangible help in conveying memories of sympathy and comfort? Now, this I like. Yeah. Because he's not just jumping to oh, it's supernatural power
1: to the rescue.
0: Must be aliens. (laughs) Yeah, it. it, And he's like, you know what? It's never aliens. It's never aliens. I hear you. sometime if it may be I must examine this matter My mind about it if I fucking live I don't know he's basically saying let me make a note to do a deep dive put a pin in it (laughs) deep dive (laughs) he is our podcast we I feel so seen And just so everybody knows, we are recording this later at night. So who knows what's gonna happen here. Oh, this is fun. Yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, I must find out all I can about Count Dracula, as it may help me to understand. True, very soon soon, know thy enemy. Yes. Tonight he may talk of himself if I turn the conversation that way. I must be very careful. Oh, well, well, <laughs> not to awake his suspicion. <laughs> I am sorry. That is like the most Elmer Fudd moment. <laughs> be yes. very, we quiet. We're hunting rabbits. rabbits.
1: <laughs> I hope they, the younger listeners have a clue what that is. Um, if they don't, I'm I feel so I'm, sorry. I'm pretty sure my kids would be clueless what that is. Are you they, kidding me? I'm I'm really Oh. think that I really think they would be clueless.
0: I mean of yeah. Wow.
1: Of that impersonation. That like
0: yeah. the getting ready for school in the morning half hour cartoon block. Yeah, they're not doing that. No. What? Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. So, okay. Midnight. And thank you Kate. My brain says it in French minuit. <laughs> ah, c'est très bien ça. I have had a long talk with the Count. I asked him a few questions on Transylvania history, and he warmed up to the subject wonderfully. In his speaking of things and people, and especially of battles, he spoke as if he had been present at them all. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that's a clue. This he afterwards explained by saying that to a boyar... Boyard, say, yep. Boyar, the pride of his house and name is his own pride. Did I say what? Saying that yeah. to a boyar, the pride of his house and name is his own
0: pride. So whatever experience his ancestors have had, it's like the, as if he was having it too. And I can I can attest to oh. this being okay, like you know, we're big on oral history and family history on my right. mom's side, especially. And, you know, okay. it, it's like she can tell a story about her grandmother and she wasn't there, but she tells it like she was. Okay.
1: So when he says the pride of his house and name, he's saying
0: the he's, ancestors. He's hoping Harker buys the lie that, oh, yeah. he's like, talking about myself because I feel my ancestors, but really he's not. Okay. All (laughs) right. So pride of his house and name is his own pride,
1: that their glory is his glory, that their fate is his fate. Yeah, they all died. Uh, Whenever he (laughs) spoke of his house, he always said we and spoke almost in the plural, like a king speaking I wish I could put down all he said exactly as he said it, for to me, it was most fascinating. Dude, you do shorthand. Fascinating is my word, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Right?
0: Like, we have so many objections already.
1: It seemed to have it in a whole history
0: of the country. Uh, I, I need vodka, right? <laughs> he grew- Oh, just wait. I have a big one coming up here. You could probably like okay. mute and go <laughs> or text violet.
1: Text violet. There we yeah. go. <laughs> he, he grew excited as he spoke and walked about the room, pulling his great white mustache and grasping anything on which he laid his hands as though he would crush it by main strength. One thing he said, which I shall put down as nearly as I can, for it tells in its way the story of his race.
0: All right, here we go. The Zechelists have a right to be proud, for in our veins flows the blood of many brave races who have fought as the lion fights for lordship. Here, in the whirlpool of European races, that is very true, the Ugric tribe bore down from Iceland the fighting spirit which Thor (laughs) and Vodin gave them. Yes, yes, we have a Thor mention here. (laughs) Which their berserkers displayed to such fell intent on the seaboard of Europe, and of Asia and Africa too, and Greece, if you listen to Drunk Pathology Gals, Greek Norse (laughs) member, till the peoples thought that they were wolves themselves had come. Here too, when they came, they found the Huns, whose warlike fury had swept the earth like a living flame, which if you listen to episode 60, uh, Skull Crushing Feminists, yes whose warlike fury had swept the earth like a living flame till the dying peoples held that in their veins ran the blood of those old witches who expelled from scythia ukraine had mated with the devils in the desert again episode 60 listen to it people fools fools you'd not listen to episode 60 what devil or what witch was ever so great as attila also ukrainian Whose blood is in these veins? He held up his arms. Look, I, I, I'm i feeling a little triggered here because, you know, I just had transplant clinic this week and veins are an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a wonder that we are a conquering race? That we are proud when the Maya, the Lombard, the Avar, the Bulgar, the Turk poured his thousands on our frontiers and we drove them back. We're like, get back, sit down, bitch. Is it strange when the Arpad uh, and his legions swept through the Hungarian fatherland he found us uh, here when he reached the frontier, that the Honfoglalas, (laughs) sorry, what the fucking Dr. Seuss, (laughs) Honfoglalas was completed there, I, you can Google that. I'm not no nope. doing. I am not nope. doing that to my algorithm. It's already I, fucked. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going down that rabbit yeah. hole. And when the Hungarian floods swept eastward, the Szekelys were claimed as kindred by the victorious Mayars and to us for centuries that trusted the guarding of the frontier of Turkey land. <laughs> Turkey land. Okay, any town, <laughs> Turkey. I and more than that, endless duty of frontier guard. For as the Turks say, "Water sleeps." and enemy is sleepless <laughs> makes no sense but whatever is dramatic okay who more gladly than throughout the four nations received oh my god this is a fucking long speech vlad really <laughs> received the blood, bloody sword or its warlike gold flocked quicker to the standard of the king wow <laughs> harker i'm i'm feeling like you didn't write this down word for word and you may have embellished yeah, uh, When was redeemed the great shame of my nation, the shame of Kosovo? I wanted to say Kasava, but that's not what it says. When the flags of the Valach and the Maya went down beneath the crescent. Who was it but one of my own race who was as Voivod crossed the Danube and beat the Turk in his own ground? Okay. This was a Dracula indeed. Yeah, he's me, but I can't say that yet. (laughs) Woe was it that his own unworthy brother, when he had fallen, sold his people to the Turk and brought shame of slavery (laughs) upon them. Was it not this Dracula, indeed, who inspired that other of his race, who in a later age again and again brought his forces across the river into great Turkey land? No, it's called Turkey. Just Turkey, not right. turkey land. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to sing the They Might Be giant song. Oh, he wanted
1: us to correct him in his English. So... Uh. Harker, correct Is- him.
0: Istanbul was Constantinople. Yes. <laughs> Who, when he was beaten back, came again and again and again. Okay, we get it. Though he had to come alone from the bloody field where his troops were being slaughtered, since he knew that he alone could ultimately triumph. They said he thought only of himself. Bah, what good are peasants without a leader? Okay. <laughs> that is, that is not, I'm, we need to talk political con- economy, okay? Very mm. ends the war without a brain and heart to conduct it, because it ends, bitch. Again, when, after the Battle of Mohacs, I don't know, I am probably pronounced that wrong, but eh, yep. whatever. We threw <laughs> off the Hungarian yoke. We of the Dracula bloods were amongst their leaders for our spirit would not brook that we were not free. Ah, young sir, the Zekelys and the Dracula as their heart's blood and their brains and their swords can boast a record that mushroom grows. <laughs> what? L- like the Habsburgs and the Romanovs, he's calling them moldy fungus. Oh, my God. He's calling them athletes, foot, basically can oh. never reach. So the Habsburg who had Austria-Hungary and the Romanovs who had Russia. The warlike days are over. Blood is too precious a thing in these days of dishonorable peace. No, nope, it's not. And the glories of the great races are as a tale that is told. How many times did he use the word blood in there? I don't know. I'm focused on shame. <laughs> 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 Oh my goodness. There's a lot of fucking blood, but yeah, like this, this is a history and a half. I mean, and like most, uh, oral histories, it has about two thirds fact, but then half again, more in interpretation. And yes, I know the math doesn't work, but that's the point. Yes. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I get it. Okay. It was by this time close close on morning, and we went to bed. Memo, this diary seems horribly like the beginning of the Arabian Nights, for everything has to break off at Cock Crow, or like the ghost of
0: Hamlet's father. And if you enjoy <laughs> this, you can check out our episode 10 uh, over on Patreon, the Lit Crit Hour 10. It was a roughage voyage where we do the Arabian Nights. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oh, God, that was hilarious. That was so spur of the moment, too. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, I'll continue.
1: Yeah, please do. I need a drink. You need a break. Drink some water. Hydrate. Hydrate. It's <laughs> not water. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. 12- Violet. <laughs> yeah, Violet. <laughs> Mommy needs vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy needs vodka. Mommy needs vodka. 12 May or... May 12th. (laughs) Or the day before my birthday. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Let me begin with facts. So Ravenclaw. Bare, meager facts verified by books and figures and of which there can be no doubt. So Ravenclaw right now. Mm -hmm. I must not confuse them with experiences which will have to rest on my own observation or my memory of them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Verify, verify, verify.
0: But also this um, just little toss away comment Mm -hmm. at this time, you're starting to see, I don't know if you remember our very first deep dive, the Jung and the Restless about Jungian psychology. I remember a bit of it. Well, basically, starting in the 1880s and 90s, you start to have the beginnings of the field of psychology and psychoanalysis. And so, you know, the fact that people start to question their memories, question their observation. Right, right. You know, yeah. and actually, category, you know, question it as something that can be scientifically verified or not is right. interesting. Anyway, carry on. Oh,
1: okay. Last evening, when the Count came from his room, he began by asking me questions on legal matters and on the doing of certain kinds of business. I had spent the day wearily over books and, simply to keep my mind occupied, went over some of the matters I had been examining at Lincoln's Inn. There was a certain method in the court's, the the count's inquiries, so I shall try to put them down in sequence. The knowledge may somehow or sometime
0: be useful to me. And Lincoln's Inn, just for reference, is Mm -hmm. so... Some of the various types of law courts in the UK were called inns. Okay. And I don't know why. I don't know the history of that enough, but I know that, like, they would say the inns of court or, um, you know, such and such inn. So that's, that's like either a magistrate's office or a court. Ha- office or something. I, I'm not sure what, but that's right. not like an inn as in a hotel. Got it. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> you want me to carry on another paragraph? Yeah, because then apparently he gets <laughs> <Yeah>. long-winded again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First, he
1: asked if a man in England might have two solicitors or more. I told him he might have a dozen if he wished, but that it would not be wise to have more than one solicitor engaged in one transaction, as only one could act at a time, and that to change would be certain to militate, militate mm-hmm. against his interest. Uh, synonym for agitate. Ah, Okay. He seemed thoroughly to understand, and went on to ask if there would be any practical difficulty in having one man to attend, say, to banking, and another to look after shipping, in case local help were needed in a place far from the home of the banking solicitor. I asked him to explain more fully, so that I might not by any chance mislead him.
0: So he said, I shall illustrate Your friend and mine, Mr. Peter Hawkins, (laughs) from under the shadow of your beautiful cathedral at Exeter, because I read that in guidebook, which is far from London, buys for me through your good self my place at London. Good. Now let me say frankly, lest you think it's strange that I have sought services of one so far as from London instead of someone resident there, that my motive was that no local interest might be served save my wish only. Because nobody from Exeter knows anybody in London. And as one... Uh, of London residents might perhaps have some purpose of himself or friend to serve. I went thus afield to seek my agent, whose labors should only be to my interest. Now, suppose I, who have much of affairs, wish to ship goods, say, to Newcastle, or Durham, or Harwich, or Dover. Might it not be that with more ease could be done by consigning to one in these ports? I answered that it certainly would be most easy, but that we solicitors had a system of agency, one for the other, so that local work could be done locally on instruction from any solicitor. So the client could, uh, simply placing himself in the hands of one man, could have his wishes carried out by him without further trouble. But, said he, I could be at liberty to direct myself, if that not so? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course, I replied, and
1: such is often done by men of business, who do not like the whole of their affairs to be known by any one person. Good. <laughs>
0: wow, that is like the the shortest thing he said so far. Right. And then went on to ask about the means of making consignments and the forms to be gone through and all sorts of difficulties which might arise, but by forethought could be guarded against. I explained all these things to him to the best of my ability, and he certainly left me under the impression that he would have made a wonderful solicitor. Oh my God, (laughs) Harker, don't fangirl. This guy has a prisoner. For there was nothing that he did not think of or foresee. The nights are long in old days, especially if you live through all of them. Right? (laughs) For a man who is never in the country and who did not evidently do much in the way of business, his knowledge and acumen were wonderful. Seriously. Wow. (laughs) Stockholm syndrome. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling Harker right now. When he had satisfied himself on these points, of which he had spoken, and I had verified all as well as I could by the books available, he suddenly stood up and said, have you written since your first letter to our friend Mr. Peter Hawkins or to any other? Mm. It was with some bitterness in my heart that I answered that I had not, as yet I had not seen any opportunity of sending the letters to anybody. Then right Right. now, my young friend, he said, laying (laughs) a heavy hand on my shoulder, write to our friend and to any other and say, if it will please you, nice letter you have there, shame if something happened to it, that you shall stay with me until a month from now.
1: Wow. Oh. Okay. Do you wish me to stay so long? I asked. For my heart grew cold at the thought.
0: I desire it. Nay, I will take no refusal. (laughs) When your master employer, what you will, engaged that someone should come on his behalf, it was understood that my needs only were to be consulted. I have not stinted. Is it not so? Mm. What could I do but bow
1: acceptance? It was Mr. Hawkins' interests, not mine. And I had to think of him, not myself. And besides, while Count Dracula was speaking, there was that in his eyes and in his bearing, which made me remember that I was a prisoner. And that if I wished it, I could have no choice. The Count saw his victory in my bow. Bow? Bow? Bow. Bow? Because he bowed to him. Got it. And his mastery in the trouble of my face, for he began at once to use them, but in his
0: own smooth, resistless way. Because I am nothing if not smooth. (laughs) I pray you, my good young friend, that you will not discourse, discourse of things other than business in your letters. It will doubtless please your friends to know that you are well and that you look forward to getting home to them. Is it not so? As he spoke, he handed me three sheets of note paper and three envelopes. They were all of the thinnest foreign post and looking at them, then at him and noticing his quiet smile like, yeah, bitch, with <laughs> the sharp canine teeth lying over the red underlip. I understood as well as if he had spoken that I should be careful what I wrote, for he was able to read it. Oh, so now you're picking up the hints. Right. Yeah. So I determined to write only formal notes uh, now, but to write fully to Mr. Hawkins in secret and also to Mina for to her, I could write in shorthand, Ha-ha! which would puzzle the count. Really? Are you sure? If he right. did see it. <laughs> when I had written my two letters, I sat quiet reading a book whilst the count wrote several notes, referring as he wrote them to some books on his table. Uh, Then he took my two and placed them with his own and put by his writing materials, after which, the instant the door closed behind him, I leaned over and looked at the letters, which were face down on the table. I felt no compunction in doing so, for under the circumstances, I felt I should protect myself in every way I could.
1: Uh, Yeah, you snooped the hell out of that.
0: I respect that.
1: 100%. You absolutely <laughs> look at those papers. First see,
0: intelligent
1: what? move right? on his part. <laughs> right? <sighs> ah, okay. One of the letters was directed to Samuel L- uh, F. Billington, number seven, the Crescent Whitby. <laughs> He's <laughs> telling us the address. Mm-hmm. Another to Herr Leutner, Leutner? Leutner? I Leutner? I don't know. Leutner Varna. The third was to Kautz & Company, London. And the fourth to Harren Klopstock & Bill Ruth, Bankers, Budapest. The (laughs) second and fourth were unsealed. I was just about to look at them when I saw the door handle move. I sank back in my seat, having just had time to replace the letters as they had been, and to resume my book before the Count, holding still another letter in his hand, entered the room. He took up the letters on the table and stamped them carefully, and then turning to me, said,
0: I trust you will forgive me, but I have much work to do in private this evening. You will, I hope, find all things as you wish. As the, At the door he turned and after a moment's pause said, Let me advise you, my dear young friend, nay, let me warn you with all seriousness, shame if something should, I mean, that (laughs) should you leave these rooms, you will not by any chance go to sleep in any other part of the castle. It is old and has many memories, and there are bad dreams for those who sleep unwisely. Be warned, should sleep now or ever overcome you, or be like to do, then haste to your own chamber or to these rooms, for your rest will then be safe. But if you be not careful in this respect, then... He finished his speech in a gruesome way, for he motioned with his hands as if he was washing them. As opposed to, like, when he lunged for your throat. Right, (laughs) I quite understood. My only doubt was to whether any dream could be more terrible than the unnatural horrible net of gloom and mystery which seemed closing around me oh seemed to be closing around you okay buddy wow okay
1: (laughs) we don't have a date we don't have midnight we simply have later
0: later (laughs) just later when you know a ravenclaw is losing the plot
1: (laughs) they're (laughs) losing their mind they're like later (laughs) it was later i don't
0: know i was like i don't give a (laughs) shit it's just later
1: I endorse the last words written, but this time there is no doubt in question. I shall not fear to sleep in any place where he is not. I have placed the crucifix over the head of my bed. I imagined that my rest is thus freer from dreams, and there it shall
0: remain. Which, when he, you're, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but he's a fucking dumbass. It's around his neck. For a reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, like, idiot. Put that damn thing around your neck again. I'm sorry, but has anybody, if you have, great, but have those little weird dream catcher things worked? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Maybe it's a psychosomatic thing. Let's talk about psychology. Anyway, (laughs) I I just, that, I was like, too dumb to live.
1: Yeah. When he left me, I went to my room. After a little while, not hearing any sound, I came out and went up the stone stair to where I could look out towards the south. There was some sense of freedom in the vast expanse, inaccessible though it was to me, as compared with the narrow darkness of the courtyard. Looking out on this, I felt that I was indeed in prison, and I seemed to want a breath of fresh air, though it were of the night. I am beginning to feel this nocturnal existence tell on me. It is destroying my nerve. I start at my own shadow, and I'm full of all sorts of horrible imaginings. God knows that there is ground for my terrible fear in this accursed place. I looked out over the beautiful expanse, bathed in soft yellow moonlight, till it was almost as light as day. In the soft light, the distant hills became melted and the shadows in the valleys and gorges of velvety blackness. The mere beauty seemed to cheer me. There was peace and comfort in every breath I drew. As I leaned from the window, my eye was caught by something moving, story, moving a story below me, and somewhat to my left, where I imagined, from the order of the rooms that the windows of the count's own room would look out.
0: That was very wordy. It, and very, very oddly precise. Yeah. Like, the does not wind- matter if it's down to the left or down to the right? Really? Right.
1: <laughs> the window at which I stood was tall and deep, stone mullioned, and though weather-worn, was still complete. But it was evidently many a day since the case had been there. I drew back behind the stonework
0: and looked carefully out. What I saw was the count's head coming out from the window. I did not see the face, but I knew the man by the neck and the movement of his back and arms. In any case, I could not mistake the hands, which had so many opportunities of studying because I don't know, maybe they reach for my throat. (laughs) I was at first interested and somewhat amused for it is wonderful how small a matter will interest and amuse a man when he is a prisoner. Dude, dude, (laughs) sit down. We need to talk about priorities here. (laughs) Like mood stabilizers. (laughs) Ever heard of them? Uh, But my very feelings changed to repulsion and terror When I saw the whole man slowly emerge from the window and begin to crawl down the castle wall over the (gasps) dreadful abyss, face down, with his cloak spreading out around him like great wings. Oh, fuck. Shit. Oh, shit. At first, (laughs) I could not believe my eyes. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, hell, I'd be like, I'd be like rubbing my eyes, blinking (laughs) a million times like, okay, I'm seeing shit. This is not what's really going on. Blinking over and over again. I wouldn't
0: even be blinking. I'd be like yeeting out of that window and back over to get my crucifix and put it around my neck. (laughs) But no, at first I could not believe my eyes. I thought it was some trick of the moonlight, some weird effect of the shadow. Yeah, because like, you know. Yeah, Eh, Nothing weird has happened so far But I kept looking and it could be no delusion I saw the fingers and toes So apparently he's not wearing boots Grasp the corners of the stones Worn clear of the mortar And by the stress of the years And by thus using every projection And inequality Move downwards with considerable speed Just as a lizard Moves along a wall And I have to stop here and say Having been a rock climber yeah. Respect. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. He's free climbing and uh, look, he, he doesn't even have a chalk bag with him, okay? <laughs> He's barefoot. Yeah. Like, and that's wow. not easy. That's, yeah.
1: I, I've only tried one of those like rock climbing walls, mm-hmm. those indoor things. I've tried one once and I, that's not my... Oh, set. I used to
0: love it, but like you need you need these like special super hard pointy shoes that are like point like almost like ballet point shoes. Oh, okay. And like yeah, you can't do it barefoot. It's oh, anyway. Okay, but respect. Vlad. Yeah, respect.
1: <laughs> what manner of man is this, or what manner of creature is it in the semblance of man? I feel the dread of this horrible place overpowering me. I am in fear, in awful fear, and there is no escape for me. I am encompassed about with terrors that I dare
0: not think of. Okay, so now we're back to panicking? Yeah, yeah. Now we're panicking? Okay. 15 May. Wait, wait, wait. They fucking skipped my birthday. They skipped your birthday. i'm sorry take it up with stroker (laughs) (laughs) fucking stroker (laughs) we go from may 12th to may 15th Uh, all right i'm laughing too (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh, laugh with us if you've had a week already Oh, oh my god yes
1: Oh, I I had to take Violet to an appointment this afternoon. And the the gal that checked us in, she couldn't get the name right. The name was right there in front of her, but Mm -hmm. the words would not come out of her mouth. And she said, it's been quite a day. And I said, yes, it's been quite a day all week, hasn't it? And she goes, (laughs) oh, my God, yes. (laughs) It's been
0: quite a week all day. Yeah, there you go.
1: (laughs) Okay. Ah. All right. May fifteenth. Once more, have I seen the count go out in his lizard fashion? The geckos are screaming. He there's moved- a reason they scream, O.G. <laughs> he moved downwards in a sidelong way, some hundred feet down and a good deal to the left. He vanished again.
0: Through- <laughs> Does it matter to the left? <laughs> To the left, to the left, to the left, everything you own in a box, to the left. Oh, I was going with a, uh, I was doing the people shuffle, but yeah, it's cool, works, it works.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He vanished into some hole or window or Beyonce's box. When his head had disappeared, I leaned out to try and see more. But without avail, the distance was too great to allow a proper angle of sight. I knew he had left the castle now and thought to use the opportunity to explore more than I had dared to do as yet. I went back to the room and, taking a lamp, tried all the doors. They were all locked, as I had expected, and the locks were comparatively new. But I went down the stone stairs to the hall where I had entered originally, I found I could pull back the bolts easily enough and unhook the great chains, but the door was locked and the key was gone. That key must be in the Count's
0: room. Or maybe on his person. I don't know. I wouldn't assume that. Right. (sighs) Yeah. I must watch, should his
1: door be unlocked, so that I may get it and escape. I went on to make a thorough examination of the various stairs and passages and to try the doors that opened from them. One or two small rooms near the hall were open, but there was nothing to see in them except old furniture, dusty with age and moth-eaten. At last, however, I found one door at the top of the stairway, which, though it seemed to be locked gave a little under pressure. I tried it harder and found that it was not really locked, but that the resistance came from the fact that the hinges had fallen somewhat and the heavy door rested on the floor. See, this is so Ravenclaw. He's
0: like, okay, why? Yeah. It's like, really? Here is a precise explanation of why this door was stuck. You could have just said it was stuck. <laughs> well, he's got to explain it because somebody's
1: going to call bullshit on him and just call him a moron. And he's got to explain, no, really? The hinges were out of alignment. It could have also
0: yeah. been the cold and humidity and heat and swelling and age of wood. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, And the heavy door rested on the floor. Here was an opportunity which I might not have again. So I exerted myself and with many efforts forced it back so that I could enter. I was now in a wing of the castle further to the right than the rooms I knew and a story lower down. This E in in the spelling of story that keeps throwing me. yeah. Yeah. From the windows, I could see that the suite of rooms lay along to the south of the castle. The windows of the end room looking out both west and south. On the latter side, as well as to the former, there was a great precipice. The castle was built on the corner of a great rock so that on three sides, it was quite impregnable. And great windows were placed here where sling or bow or culverin could not reach. And consequently, light and comfort, impossible to a position which had to be guarded, were secured.
0: To the west was a great (laughs) valley. Yes. So the count's not the only long-winded one here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. To the west was a great
1: valley, and then rising far away, great jagged mountain
0: fastnesses. What the hell is fastnesses? It, it, yeah, it's just, it's whatever. like whatever. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Context.
1: Yes. Rising peak. Tired to it out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Rising peak on peak,
1: the sheer rock studded with mountain ash and thorn, whose roots clung in cracks and crevices and crannies of the stone.
0: One of those words would have been fine.
1: Yeah. This was evidently the portion of the castle occupied by the ladies in bygone days, for the furniture had more air of comfort than any I had seen. The windows were curtainless, and the yellow moonlight flooding in through the diamond panes enabled one to see even colors, whilst it softened the wealth of dust which lay over all the dis- all, and disguised in some measure the
0: ravages of time and the moth. Great. Like, An Instagram filter called Dust. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's exactly what this one
1: is. My lamp seemed to be of little effect in the brilliant moonlight, but I was glad to have it with me, for there was a dread loneliness in the place, which chilled my heart and made my nerves tremble. Still, it was better than living alone in the rooms, which I had come to hate from the presence of the Count and after trying a little to school my nerves, I found a soft quietude come over me. Here I am, sitting at a little oak table where, in old times, possibly some fair lady sat to pen, with much thought and many blushes, her ill-spelt love letter, Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Are you? <laughs> He's Parker mansplaining. Has, oh,
0: shit. I'm sorry. But this guy has more mood swings than the uh, women are so moody and emotional and unpredictable. And Bitch. they can't spell. <laughs> you know. Oh, and oh, just imagine. She's sat here writing love letters. I just saw a guy crawl down the castle face upside fucking down. Uh, With poor spelling. Freaking moron.
1: (sighs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Ill-spelt love letter and writing in my diary in shorthand all that has happened since I closed it last. (laughs) What an asshole. Mm. It is 19th century up to date with a vengeance and yet Unless my senses deceive me, the old centuries had and have powers of their own which mere modernity cannot kill. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I can't even keep track anymore. He goes from scared to curious to arrogant to scared to look at that cool Instagram filter. Oh, think about that. They could have been writing letters. Oh, I'm scared, but Oh, fuck. Later, the morning of 16 May, (laughs) whatever God preserve my sanity for to this. I am reduced. Get your own fucking smelling salts, safety and the assurance of safety are things of the past. Whilst I live on here, there is but one thing to hope for, that I may not go mad, if indeed (laughs) I be not mad already. If I be sane, then surely it is maddening to think that of all the foul things that lurk in this hateful place, the Count... Is the least dreadful to me. Really? Put that in some fan fiction, bitch. Oh my god. That to him alone I can look for safety, even though this be only whilst I can serve his purpose. Great God, merciful God. You should have thought of that and put your crucifix back on, bitch. Right? Let me be calm, for out of that way lies madness indeed. But I'm still writing in my diary. Just wanted to point that out. I begin to get new (laughs) lights on certain things which have puzzled me. Really? Up till now, I have never quite knew what Shakespeare meant when he made Hamlet say, my tablets, quick, my tablets, tis meat that I put it down, etc., For now, feeling as though my own brain were unhinged or as if the shock had come, which must end in its undoing, I turn to my diary for repose. You're the only one that understands me, diary. The habit of entering accurately must help to soothe me. He's
1: taking solace in being accurate.
0: He's writing in his diary. But the fact that he's documenting
1: accurate facts is giving him
0: like it, it's a it's a balm, and the fact that he quotes like you know Hamlet yeah. having his moment of you know channeling his inner accountant. <laughs> okay, my tablets, my tablets, quick tis meet that I put it down right down before I <laughs> forget.
1: The Count's mysterious warning frightened me at the time. It frightens me more now when I think of it, for in future he has a fearful hold upon me. I shall fear to doubt what he may say. I did not follow any of those two two sentences. Which means
0: Stroker needed a better editor. So when I had written in my diary, unfortunately replaced the book and pen in my pocket, I felt sleepy. The count's warning came to my mind, but I took a pleasure in disobeying it because I'm a oh. dumbass. Oh shit. Because, you know, the the, the the peasants warned me, but I was like, ha ha, the count warns me. I'm like, yeah, you're trying to gouge out my throat, but ha ha. The sense of sleep was upon me and with it the obstinacy which sleep sleep brings as outrider the soft moonlight soothed and the wide expanse without gave a sense of freedom which refreshed me i determined not to return tonight to the gloom haunted rooms you can't make me but to sleep here where of old ladies had sat and sung and lived sweet lives really bitch Really? You try living as a woman in the 15th century. Whilst their gentle breasts were sad for their menfolk away in the midst of remorseless wars. I hate him. Yes. I drew a great couch out of its place near the corner so that as I lay, I could look at the lovely view to the East and the South and unthinking and uncaring for the dust composed (laughs) myself for sleep. Uh, Yeah, I need a shower now. I suppose I must have fallen asleep. I hope so, but I fear for all that followed was startlingly real. So real that now sitting here in the broad full sunlight of morning, I cannot in the least believe that it was all sleep. Oh, shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. It's it's real. About to, it's about to go down. <laughs> oh, In a very long-winded is, way apparently. This is like the horror movie where the Oh yeah. The person and, and goes. Clearly to the basement. Harker is the dumb virgin cheerleader <laughs> going into the basement. Cuz he's doing the dumb virgin cheerleader. Jonathan Harker is a virgin cheerleader. <laughs> yes. And that is that is the theme of this episode. I I'm calling it right now. Oh uh,
1: Writing it down. <laughs> Dumb virgin cheerly. Don't go in the
0: basement. I'm Don't going go- in the basement.
1: <laughs> okay. I was not alone. The room was the same, unchanged in any way since I came into it. I could see along the floor in the brilliant moonlight, my own footsteps marked where I had disturbed the long accumulation of dust. Maybe you're having an asthma
0: attack and you're suffering from asphyxia. I don't know.
1: (laughs) In the moonlight opposite me, there were three young women, ladies by their dress and manner. I thought at the time that I must be dreaming when I saw them, for though the moonlight was behind them, they threw no shadow on the floor. They came close to me and looked at me for some time and then whispered together. Two were dark and had high aquiline noses, like the Count, and great dark piercing eyes that seemed to be almost red when contrasted with the pale yellow moon. Sorry, he's looking at their eyes,
0: then looking at the moon, then looking at their eyes. He's like, yeah, no, that's red. But the moon's yellow. Right. But their eyes are red. Like, what? (laughs) The other was
1: Fair as fair as can be, with great wavy masses of golden hair and eyes like pale sapphires. I seemed somehow to know her face and to know it in connection with some dreamy fear, but I could not recollect at the moment how or where. All three had brilliant white teeth that shone like pearls against the ruby of their voluptuous lips.
0: And some- for Victorian times, that's like hot damn. Yeah.
1: There was something about them that made me uneasy, some longing, and at the same time, some deadly fear.
0: I Johnny thought- got his first erection. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> <laughs>
1: I felt in my heart a wicked, burning desire (laughs) that they would kiss me with those red lips. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is not good to note this down, lest someday it should meet Mina's eyes. And Mina or Mina? Mina. I call her Mina, but. Okay, we'll go with Mina. Although Kim might give us a more authoritative uh, well i think
0: her name if right. i remember right from the full from the book is Wilhelmina.
1: oh so yeah. okay okay uh he doesn't want mina to read this because it could cause her pain mm-hmm. but it is the truth they whispered together and then they all three laughed Such a silvery musical laugh, but as hard as though the sound never could have come through the softness of human lips.
0: That's what sex work will do to you, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was like the intolerable tingling sweetness of water glasses when played on by a cunning hand. The fair girl shook her head coquettishly and the other two urged her on. One said,
0: go on, you are first and we shall follow. Yours is the right to begin. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm sorry, but your that voice of yours is like a thousand times scarier than any Count Dracula voice I do
1: like that. <laughs> I mean, it's a tiny pocket doll voice. Oh, my God. The other added, they all sound the same. The yeah. other added, he is young and strong. There are kisses
0: for us all.
1: I lay quiet. Refractory (laughs) time for a young
0: man, baby.
1: (laughs) Looking out under my eyelashes in an agony of delightful anticipation, the fair girl advanced and bent over me till I could feel the movement of her breath upon me.
0: And make sure you pronounce that word correctly. Breath, 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> sweet. It was in one sense, honey sweet and sent the same tingling through the nerves as her voice, but with a bitter underlying the sweet, a bitter offensiveness as one
0: smells In blood. (laughs) Don't you mean? It's late oh my god I was afraid to raise my eyelids because you know you, you don't want to like get them out of that place where the it's just about to go down but looked out and saw perfectly under the lashes the girl went on her knees <gasps> and bent over me simply gloating oh, I've never seen one so big oh my god <laughs> yeah, yeah. They he's was... really riding this yeah 1897, baby. Damn. Okay. And if I had never explained that uh, the little mermaid's prince was hanging out on the balcony doing himself a favor, like, yeah. 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 God bless the Victorian. (laughs) Oh my God. There was a deliberate voluptuousness, which was both thrilling and repulsive because I'm a judgmental bastard and I'm also an emotional bastard. And as she arched her neck, she actually licked her lips like an animal till I could see in the moonlight, the moisture shining on the scarlet lips and the red tongue as it lapped the white sharp teeth. Oh my God. Lower and lower went her head as the lips went below the range of my mouth and chin and seemed to fasten on my throat. Surprise! (laughs) That's okay, it's just a euphemism. Then she paused, and I could hear the churning sound of her tongue as it licked her teeth and lips, like ASMR was a thing back then, too, apparently. And could feel hot breath on my neck. The skin of my throat began to... Tingle as one's flesh does when the hand that is to tickle it approaches nearer and nearer. Oh shit! Oh. I, mean, I can read wor- like I could read so much worse than this without blinking. But this makes me fucking cringe. Yeah, it's so bad and so good all at the same time. <laughs> right. I could feel the soft, shivering touch of the lip. On the super sensitive foreskin skin of my throat. <laughs> and she didn't sheath her teeth. I felt the hard dents of two t- sharp teeth just touching and pausing there. Wow. I closed my eyes in a languorous ecstasy and waited, waited with a beating heart. <laughs> wow. Okay. Johnny's first play job. <laughs>
1: But at that instant, another sensation swept through me as quick as lightning. I was conscious of the presence of the Count and of his being as if lapped in a storm of fury. He was wielding
0: his pimp fists.
1: (laughs) As my eyes opened involuntarily, I saw his strong hand grasp the slender neck of the fair woman and with giant's power draw it back. The blue eyes transformed with fury, the white teeth champing with rage, and the fair cheeks blazing red with passion.
0: She's like, I was just about to get some. Seriously?
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Talk about cock block.
0: Right. (laughs) Literally.
1: (laughs) But the Count, never did I imagine such wrath and fury, even to the demons of the pit. His eyes were positively blazing. The red light in them was lurid as if the flames of hellfire blazed behind them. His face was deathly pale, and the lines of it were hard like drawn wires. The thick eyebrows that met over the nose now seemed like a heaving bar of white-hot metal. With a fierce sweep of his arm, he hurled the woman from him and then motioned to the others as though he were beating them back. It was the same imperious gesture that I had seen used to the wolves. Really? (laughs) Not Fenrir. In a voice which, though though low and almost in a whisper, seemed to cut through the air and then ring round the room... He said,
0: how dare you touch him, any of you? How dare you cast eyes on him when I had forbidden it? Back, I tell you all. Funny he's speaking in English. This man belongs to me. Beware how you meddle with him or you'll have to deal with me. Me. I run you, not you. Mm. Yeah. The fair girl with a laugh of ribald coquetry because she's like, oh, you're going to cock block me? Well, guess what? I, I, I can still talk. Turn to him. Turn to answer him. You yourself never loved.
1: You never loved. On this, the other woman joined, and such a mirthless, hard, soulless laughter rang through the room that it almost made me faint to hear. It seemed like the pleasure of fiends. Then the count turned after looking at my face attentively and said in a soft
0: whisper. Yeah, and this is the first incident of an MM fan fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I, too, can love. You yourselves can tell it from the past. Is it not so? Well, now, I promise that when I am done with him, you shall kiss him at your will. Now, go, go. I must awaken him, for there is work to be done. Awaken him? Wait, does he... what? Does he think that Jonathan's asleep? Either that or he's playing along. Yeah, I don't understand. You know, again, this is, I have thoughts. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Are we to have nothing
1: tonight? Said one of them with a low laugh as she pointed to the bag which he had thrown upon the floor and which moved as though there were some living thing within it. For answer, he nodded his head. One of the women jumped forward and opened it. If my ears did not deceive me, there was a gasp and a low wail, as of a half-smothered child. The women closed round whilst I was aghast with horror, but as I looked, they disappeared, and with them the dreadful bag. There was no door near them, and they could not have passed me without my noticing— They simply seemed to fade into the rays of the moonlight and pass out through the window, for I could see outside the dim, shadowy forms for a moment before they entirely faded away. Then the horror overcame me, and I sank down unconscious.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. And that's where we'll stop for today. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Damn. But also shenanigans on fainting like that because that's that's not how fainting works. Yeah. That's wow. Yeah. But also like as as cringy as this scene is, like this is um very clearly like Once this is playing up the worst stereotype that once women are exposed to sex, they become depraved, immoral monsters, hardened to every finer feeling. Oh, but of course, (laughs) please. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But I also never really picked up until just now for some reason that, like, Uh Dracula's staring at pretty young Jonathan. You got to. You got the purty, purty mouth.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: So you think there's something there? Well, I don't. Maybe. I mean, again, like we mentioned in the Hot Drunk News episode that like, mm-hmm. um, you know, well, it wasn't in Hot Drunk News. It was in something else. But like Britain at that time was not exactly LGBTQ friendly. Like you could be right. executed for being gay.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, like, all those happy, dappy little romance novels that kind of ignore that. Yeah, shenanigans. Got Um, it. Okay. I mean, not to say that there weren't people like that, but but the fact that he, I mean, it's clear that he knows that Jonathan is not quite asleep. Okay. I'm. I'm pretty sure. Like, uh, I can't point to the exact phrase about it, but just. You know the fact that he's speaking in English. Okay, is something. I mean, but then the- that's right because there have been other
1: points in chapter one with the with all of the other people he encountered. Mm-hmm. Um, Bram clearly wrote that they were speaking in a language that Jonathan didn't understand.
0: Right. And then the women are speaking in English to him too. So they oh. must know that this guy was British. Like he, Dracula must have told them that this British guy was coming. So they're probably all playing along with him. Which, yeah, which just means he's a bigger idiot <laughs> than we even thought. But, right, right. you know, there's a... Um, yep. There's... There's something about, like, you know, he paused to look at him. Yeah. And then said in a whisper, I too can love. Yeah. And uh, I might be reading too much into it, but it's a weird juxtaposition. Well, maybe something will be revealed as we go along. Maybe. You know, if you live that long, I figure you try everything because what else is there to do? Oh, there you go. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, But yeah, so This this ending bit with the baby in the bag, that was yeah. Oh (laughs) Oh. yeah. Oh, that's just like okay. That I don't even know. First moment I felt like true horror.
1: Yeah, I don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah,
0: because it. (sighs) You know. Okay. Fine. Supernatural. Upside down. Crawling. Uh, um okay, it's right. it's too precise, it's too evident. Yeah. But like you can't quite see the baby, but you can hear the baby and then the baby. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. to me is horrifying. Yeah. That's not yeah. So anyway. Okay. Yeah.
1: Happy night of sleep for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, Hello. so What's coming in the next chapter, Kate? Well, Johnny gets a princess carry. He loses two weeks of time. Let's be real. He either had a hand cramp or didn't feel like writing. And Dracula uses the oldest fucking kidnap blackmail trick in the book. Hashtag disappointed. Oh, this will be interesting
1: to see what this turns out to be. The oldest blackmail kidnapping trick. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's probably going to be one of these things where I go,
0: Oh, I duh. saw that on an episode of blah blah blah. Yeah, because <laughs> right. nothing is fucking new, right? Okay, can't so, wait. If you want to get these episodes early because they are coming out early at a very quick pace, don't forget to check us out on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Drunk Mythology Gals. That's right. For the month of October, we are introducing. Drunk Dracula Gals
1: tier for $1, where, like Kate said, you can get all these Dracula episodes sooner. Pretty much as soon as we record them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're trying to, to be ahead of the game here. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Thanks. You just- <laughs> I jinxed it. Shit. Gotta go, go eat a goddamn of,
0: rye cracker I gotta right go now. Eat a
1: bunch of rye crackers. <laughs> but wait, there's more. You also get access to all of our other Lit Crit Hour episodes over there on Patreon.
0: Mm-hmm. And any bonus episodes we do with like related to drunk Dracula gals. So yeah. yeah. Do we have, like, 12 Lit Crits over there, I think, right now? Does that sound Twelve right? 12 and a half? 12 and a half. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. Lit Crit number 12 has, like, two parts already.
1: Okay, right. And yeah. and the first two, oh, they're doozies.
0: Oh, <laughs> dino porn. <laughs> dino porn is the best. <laughs> How you doing? (laughs) I think that needs to be a sticker, but uh, maybe a button. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Thanks again for joining us. Please subscribe, leave a rating, a review, and tell your friends and family about us, especially if you're like, I don't know, maybe I'm scared. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm going to get my throat punched out. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just going to walk around and be like, I'm not going to do what you tell me to do until I actually almost get a blowjob and then I get cock blocked. (laughs) Finally, always remember, if the undead can behave badly, so can you. But don't eat any kids.